Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Molshine. And we are further interrupting our Paris Hilton memoir coverage yes. to bring you Another blonde bombshell. Exciting <laughs> updates. Donald Trump <laughs> has been indicted. Donald Trump has been indicted and Gwyneth Paltrow has been found innocent. Exonerated. Yeah. Found innocent. Dude. Yeah, she didn't do it. The glove did not fit, so they must have quit. So we're right. going to be talking about those two things. But obviously there's a bit of like a legal theme. So I thought it would be a perfect time to announce that I am probably going to be giving birth to a Libra this October. Yeah. It's announced. It's announced. Molly's been skirting around the issue, just hinting at her pregnancy. But today is the day justice is served and we are outing her to the world. I love that we're talking about justice. We're doing all these like trial things. You're talking about birthing a Libra and the next full moon is the Libra full moon. So, you know, again, astrology, you know, it's not real. It's not fake. It just is. And it's no coincidence that as we gear up towards this full moon in Libra, we're talking about baby Libra, McDade baby Libra, and then we're talking about justice and justice and justice either being served or about to be served. Yeah, it feels like an auspicious day to talk about it. It feels like a great karma day. I mean, I saw a tweet that was like the Women's March finally worked, which is really funny <laughs> because of Gwyneth going innocent and Trump getting indicted. There's good vibes in the air. So it's a good day to to talk about it. The last new moon, the Aries new moon, which is actually going to be one of two Aries new moons, which is very, a very rare event. We had a new moon at zero degrees Aries a week ago. Then we have the full moon in Libra coming up. And then we have another new moon in Aries at 29 degrees at the end of the month. So all this to say that at the last new moon, one of the things that we were talking about is how like this new moon was sort of a portal into like the inverse world of what we've been sort of living for the past three years and and maybe longer. But I think it's so cool that, yeah, like as we walk through this portal, yeah, now just Gwyneth is innocent and Trump has been indicted. It's, it is inverse world. Yeah, finally, finally, finally. And we're going to talk a lot about the astrology of this moment, especially with Trump, because I mean, I just anecdotally, I saw so many tweets of people being like, what is going on? Um, Like astrologically for these two things to happen on the same day. It is hilarious. And I also didn't make the blonde connection. That is so funny. I mean, the blonde bombshells. (laughs) Yeah, they're both blonde. This feels like Paris. I mean, Gwyneth, the Gwyneth thing has become has come full circle where at first all of the memes and jokes were really bothering me because I just felt like people were making fun of her for being out of touch and elitist. And it's like, well, yeah, she, but she didn't sign up to be talking about her ski trip in a trial. Like she is just existing and this it's this guy's fault. So like, shut up. It just it exposed a lot of hatred of women and our desperate desire to mock women and white women and successful women so by the time the verdict came which i think we both watched live um we did people it seemed like people had finally kind of gotten the memo that like it was this guy's fault that this completely frivolous lawsuit was playing playing out in front of us and i mean i don't know it just feels good uh to finally chalk up a w in the <laughs> in the white woman column is that fucked up to say sorry <laughs> like, no everyone hates us now completely no no I agree but I will say that like and I don't know if this is my internalized I don't it's not misogyny but like I I guess what I and I think I said this to you yesterday 
the one thing that stands out to me about like what was going on for me when that was going on is how bad I felt for him. And I realized Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, even if it is a function of like what we've had to endure over the last you know, millennia or whatever, like there's a part of me that just does have this baseline feeling that women are like always going to be okay and are okay. And like, I felt like he was just such a like loser, like such a loser. So pathetic. How could he, I was like embarrassed for him. I was embarrassed for his family. And there was this part of me, I was so happy Gwyneth won. She obviously was innocent. This was obviously a, a waste of a week and whatever years went into this plan that he had I mean I I like to think that he really is confused I mean I said to you yesterday the best piece of evidence of this dude being brain damaged is that he actually brought this lawsuit in the first place it's like bro like you got nothing what a waste of money and time but I felt so bad for him I just thought what a loser and I was like and Gwyneth no matter what happens is like a okay and I I don't know I just have very little personally which is not okay and I do feel for us but it's almost like maybe because I don't know we've had to survive all this time I just I'm like we got we're good whereas like I wouldn't have felt bad for her if she if she lost I I wasn't gonna feel bad for her I was just gonna be like that's stupid that sucks and I would have been like pissed but him losing I felt bad for him I know that's really interesting I think I would have felt bad because of the tidal wave of memes that would have come out about her and everybody just bashing her people use her as a scapegoat and a stand-in for all white women and whatever that means to you you know what I mean like that's the part that would have really bothered me not the monetary part because whatever she can afford to part with a couple hundred grand but I think the reason why it's I mean she clearly didn't do it that's the thing like he clearly caused like it was a horrible case for him yeah, he he was completely lost at sea. And you would think that one of the judges that, because before something goes to court, it has to make its way up the ranks. Like you can ask to have it thrown out and stuff like that. You would think that one of the judges would have thrown it out by then. But like, I guess they just kind of didn't, they didn't ski. So they didn't know. But I, <laughs> I think what you're talking about with feeling like women are always going to be okay. I don't relate to that at all because I feel like we get knocked around and bashed more than anyone else and I mean, yet than- we're still we still are the greatest of all time that's the thing it's like yeah we do get knocked but around like, and bashed and crushed and like you. we have and we're and you're pregnant and you're pregnant it's like we still overcome I feel like women are so strong right not that but- we should be I don't want that for us I'm not saying that like I want the world to continue to beat up on us because we could take it I'm just saying that I like I had this like just- underlying sense of like knowing that like we are strong Yeah, it's a really, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes complete sense because most people don't have the same attitude toward women that you do, you know? But the thing about men and women is like, as a woman, if you make the right choices or the most advantageous choices is probably a better word, you're probably never going to be homeless because like some, like you can kind of, and this will probably get me in trouble, but just look at the statistics of homeless men versus homeless women. Like, Men are more, there are more homeless men than women. There are more men who commit suicide than women. Like these are true facts. So, you know, men are not as strong as we think they are in society. And like, it's not that women are stronger or less strong. I guess it's just like the position that the positions that we find ourselves in, but like women are the most vulnerable people of all the genders because well, sure. Let me not step well, into that. But also, yeah, LOL, yeah. No, of the there binary. Are no there are no genders. <laughs> no, there are. Of the binary. The women are the most vulnerable yeah, 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 of the, yeah. the binary because obviously, yeah. like, trans women get murdered at a, a, like, horrific rate. Like, it's not not bringing trans people into it. Like, between men and women, women are more vulnerable. But when a man crashes and burns, it is in a much more spectacular fashion. And I mean that not in a, not, like, a great way. In a fucking titanic going down way so i guess when you see a man go down it just gets you for some reason and whereas with women i don't know maybe i mean maybe this is just the catholic in me but like we're so used i think we're so used to seeing women suffer that it barely makes a dent when we see women getting bashed that's what it is yeah maybe to me it's been normalized so it's like oh whatever like because i have to take it and you have to take it and we all have to take it we're just like we can take it yeah and it which sucks but it shouldn't be that way Well, and it's interesting too, because actually like the whole foundation of our society, and I think 
why everything is so like it's not even capitalism that's fucking us all to the core it's it's the patriarchy like it's it's this power system that ultimately has been i think created because they actually are i don't know i don't want to say men are weaker i don't mean that like you know well, i think people are people but like it's like the whole system is built anything that is built to put other people beneath you is insecure well, right. Men have to be really, really successful and wily and have a lot of agency. I'm talking historically because now it's changing, yeah. but historically to be a successful man was a like, you had to really, okay, let me get like, just I'm watching, um, what's it called? Yellowstone. Okay. So Yellowstone is succession for Republicans, basically okay. what it is. Whoa. The, the scripts, some of the dialogue as a person who has studied cinema and television, and like has degrees in it it's some of the dialogue is like so cringy that I actually cannot believe it like there's this one character who is he's a Native American um he's like the tribal chief he's been elected to that position and he's kind of like plotting against the guy who owns all the land um the white guy Kevin Costner and Mm. for some reason like every time he's about to make a chess move against Costner he explains it to everyone around him he'll be like I'm using these cattle as bargaining chips and it's like bro whoever wrote the script like we get it we we know like it's it's like one of those it's like not only is it like too much exposition but when somebody was about to do something kind of shady why would they expose it right why it's it's literally both of those things it's so funny where you're just like no we got we got it like don't tell yeah there's a lot of really weird stuff like that it's written by this guy taylor sheridan who wrote um it's written and directed and created by him he wrote sicario and like a few other movies that i i have actually Mm. not seen but He's got a real bad grasp on female characters. I mean, oh my God, there's this one female character in it. I'm only on the third episode, but she, it's the anniversary of the mother's death. So she walks outside, puts water into a pig trough, brings champagne with her, strips naked in front of her brother and like sits in the pig trough in front of all the farmhands, like butt naked. And I'm like, what is this supposed to represent? Like, what are you talking about? It's ridiculous. But people, but anyway, there's a line. Her brother? Dad, right. And she, it's, she has like a really iconic, she has a couple iconic lines. She's a really cool character, but you can also just tell that this was like written by a man and not looked over by a woman at all because you're just like, oh, he just, so he wanted an excuse to show her boobs and her butt and show that she's like sexy and crazy. But like what woman would walk outside and strip naked and get in a pig trough in front of a bunch of men that work for your family? You would literally go to an insane asylum if you did that in real life. We literally better not find out that this Taylor guy is like a hot sister or something. Because I oh, my God. Yeah, that would be even weirder. If I were just for the record, like writers out there, if I were to get naked and, and get into a pig trough in front of my brother, he'd be furious at me. Yeah, something would be like deeply it wrong. Would be wrong. Something would be but wrong. It was, yeah. it was supposed to like demonstrate her like complex feelings about the mom dying. And she she's literally sitting there naked oh. in the pig trough. <laughs> she's sitting there naked in the pig trough. And she's like, do you know what today is? And the brother's like Thursday. And she's like, no, it's the day mom died. And then she like swigs from the champagne. And it's like it's the day her mom died. So you're making her get naked in a pig trough. Like this makes literally no sense. It's she's manic pixie dream girl, really, but it's like manic pixie cow girl. But anyway, the reason, okay. Yeah. The reason why I brought this up is actually, I should pitch that somewhere. I was just, I literally was just thinking that I was like, what are we going to do with that? That's just a sketch or a song. Oh my God. The follow up to horse girl. Maybe, maybe. But the reason I brought it up is because in this episode I just watched, Kevin Costner is talking about being a parent to the difference between being a parent to girls and boys. And what he said was like really sexist and annoying and reductive, but also like really true just in terms of the way society actually functions, not how we wish it would function. And what he said is when you're raising a daughter, you just got to keep her from getting screwed. And when you're raising a son, you got to keep him from screwing himself. And I have to, and he's like, and now I have to undo this big mess that my son made. And it's like, so true because I guess, and again, it shouldn't be this way. It should, it should be that everyone has the autonomy to be able to screw themselves or not screw themselves. And that's the important thing, but like in reality, yeah, but like in reality and get screwed. If a man doesn't want to be a breadwinner, you shouldn't have to be a bread breadwinner. But in reality, it's like, especially in this kind of like Western type atmosphere that the show takes place in it's like for women you're the decisions you're making 
if you're, if you want to have kids and stuff like that come from a place of like self-protection and kind of knowing that you're going to be in this extremely vulnerable position of having a bunch of little dependents that look after you while also being unable to make money for long stretches of time while you're having them. And then for men, it's like, okay, I have to get out there and earn, 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 because I'm going to have all these dependents on me. And like, it's up to me to do this. So it's like, if you're the guy and you make stupid choices, you're screwing yourself. And I don't know, as a woman, I guess I, this is going to sound so sexist and come out so wrong, but like, it's a little bit like historically it has been easier for women to, to, to kind of marry get along well. in the world, marry well. And then the guy can turn into a monster and then you're in a completely different horrific mess that men are not vulnerable to. But just in terms of the way, like ideally things go, like historically that was true. So I think that's kind of, I don't know what that has to do with the Gwyneth trial, but it... Well, I just think that, like, I guess we'll get back to it next week or let us know where you guys are at in the book. But in the Paris book, part three and four, she does bring up Trump being elected and she brings up the Me Too movement. And there's this like rising to the surface of this primal feminine rage and pain and need to be expressed. But then after that sort of pimple gets popped, things sort of fall back or maybe they've shifted a little yeah. bit, but the, you know, the dust has settled. I think well, that this is cool because it is a, it's an, ob- it's an objective win that like, I do think w- whatever that tweet said was right. Like, okay. Yeah, actually we're not just assuming blamed the woman. Right. And, and the, the way, it, I guess the way it comes back to that quote from Yellowstone is like, women are now thanks to me too, thanks to just general progress in society, able to unscrew ourselves. Like if we do get screwed, it's actually not the end of the world. And we don't need our dad to come in and help us because like Stormy Daniels did this by being Stormy Daniels. She didn't need men to, to protect her and help her. You know what I mean? Like it's a big theme also on Real Housewives whenever there's like a single woman involved and she's attacking a woman with a husband. The husband always wants to get involved and defend his wife, which is completely understandable. But then like a lot of people will get behind the single woman and be like, Hey, she doesn't have a man to defend her. Like this is, which is like kind of feminist and like regressive at the exact same time, you know? But I guess, well, this is like these, okay. Saturn is in Pisces. These are the times we're in where all of a sudden, like the boundaries, the structures, the law, the rule, the, the, you know, the, the, like ultimate authority on the way things go in Pisces is that everything and nothingness it's like simultaneously something can be both empowering and reductive all in the same breath and that is you know when Saturn moves into Aries in 2025 we're gonna have sort of a chance to rebuild from the ground up like new rules new societies but we are kind of in this decay phase where I think on the upside, what we're going to get out of it is a whole new appreciation for, you know, uh, psychic connectivity and music and the arts and highest love and, and, you know, endings and beginnings and the dissolution of things, but in a loving way, but also is the end of it's, it's the end times. I mean, not in a like flat earther way, but in a, you know, Saturn has moved through its whole cycle and it does this, you know, every 30 years, but now we're coming to take a look. Okay. What did we what did, what was the fruits of the last 30 years and moving forward, what are we going to bring with us? What are we going to leave behind? And, and when Saturn's in Pisces, this is the time that we kind of feel like, like the tower falls and then we feel out what we're going to bring with us moving forward. Astrologically, are we in a dark age? Because that's what it specifically. Kind of feel, yeah. It feels like we have, cause just so, so that people know what I'm talking about. Like, like literal dark age. Yes. Right. Like it goes like there was a lot of really smart stuff happening. And then I don't know why historically all of Europe at least plunged into a dark age where people just, it, it became really like less literary. People weren't like writing as much. The Irish were saving civilization by copying manuscripts of the good stuff that had been written. So thank you, Ireland, but thank Thank, then the Renaissance came. Slancha. Slancha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slancha. So is that a good the baby name? Slancha for a baby, you know, 
No, but Apple. Slumber? I mean, Apple. Come on. I mean, Apple's not terrible. I'm not going to do it because it's. I'm, I'm saying neither is Slancher. You have to understand <laughs> that, like, my child is going to spend time in Ireland. So if if its name mm-hmm. if her name is Slancha, people are going to be like, "Why the fuck did your parents?" That would be like if you met a kid named Cheers in America. Well, I mean, uh, the U.S. has some wacko names, so I think it's hard. To, like, we're the land of the free, so we would be oh my free naming out here like cray cray. But I know what you mean. Ireland's a little. Bit I know. I'm on the what to expect app and it is a war zone out there. When someone posts a baby name post, they'd be like, <gasps> I was thinking of Crayler, Barfly or Snatchton with like a Y instead of a, an E, like wherever you can. I just made that up. But like, the, it's just, oh, that's, oh the cal- that's the caliber that we're working with. And people will be like, oh my God, I love that. Like, I wish I could use Crayley, but I have to use Blarvden. Like they, it's just these crazy <laughs> ass made up names and i'm just like when did this become okay like when did we start doing these made up names i think it i think it it was like within the last 10 years i'm trying to think who was the first celebrity to really like throw a wrench into the normal name system i mean apple does stand out as one of the first like what but but it's a real word i mean the ones that right 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 the ones that they're doing in middle america is literally like mr potato head of syllables do you know what i mean it's like they're just so bored it's like they that's their that's their creative outlet it's very weird and that and gender reveals but okay anyway the so the renaissance comes after the dark ages and it's like everyone thinks like when you think of the middle ages the medieval period because that's a dark age people forget that there was a lot of advancement and really smart stuff going on before that so that's why i always think we're in a dark age because we're getting less nuance in our conversations on because of social media it's polarizing people we're like not really i mean some people are reading but actually i hate to say people are reading less because i think there was always a lot of people that didn't read but do you know what i mean like i just feel i like mean tweets are only tweets are only viable via reading so right i mean that that is true i I'm think not people, saying books but like if you like pre-phone, there were probably people who once they got out of school, the only time they ever read again was a McDonald's menu. You know, like that is actually like yeah. I do think phones make us a little more liter- literary, which is really weird because people still spell things so wrong. But anyway, astrologically, are we in a dark age? Yes. Yeah, so a few things. If you guys are interested in the hot fire that Molly was just spitting in these dark, dark times, let us know, join the Patreon, let us know. Because if I got those dates together, like I would love to do a deep dive of like, like we can get a little historical with it, you know, and I would love to actually look at the astrology of those periods because it's not, I mean, it's, it's, I won't even get started, but Nicole and I watched a documentary, um, I guess in 2021, it was like limited availability we watched and it was incredible. And it basically walked through the, ages and showed what like what the planets the patterning of the planets was and it was it was unbelievable but I would have to go back and reference my notes and stuff and really put it together but I would love to put that together for you guys because like it's fucking fascinating but yes we are in the dark ages just to reiterate what I said before with Saturn in Pisces Saturn is the 3d right the time lord Pisces is the dissolving of so the next three years are really a time when it's almost as though like the human body is a moot point if that makes any sense like it's almost like like it's it, it's like the, the form everything becomes formless again everything is losing its structural integrity okay well you think that's happening so, with social media where like in the beginning of yeah. social media it felt like this really fun opportunity to individuate yourself and show how yes. different and unique you are and now people are art by algorithm just playing to the crowd and everything is the same the same the same the same so that makes that is so that makes total sense absolutely and the other thing that is worth noting when talking about like dark ages you know everything in astrology we look through an elemental lens so when we're talking about light we're talking about fire energy our personal planets the ones that we're more familiar with venus mars the sun the moon mercury these these make up our personalities but the outer planets the god planets if you will saturn which is the in-between but neptune jupiter pluto all of these outer planets are what create eras if you have the co-star app you will know that because it will say this planet governs a generation just oh okay yeah people will know that because people have co-star that's cool yeah so that that is correct and What I think is really interesting right now is that all of the outer planets, uh, well, Jupiter has been moving through Aries 
like briefly for this, like, I guess the past six months, this month ish. And in May it will leave and move into Taurus. After that, there will be no major outer planets in fire signs until 2025, 2026. So when we're talking about the dark ages, when we're looking at it astrologically through the elemental lens, it is very literally the dark ages. There is no fire. Oh my God. There is no light in the sky. You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I was trying to to brunch combo it. So I'm, you know, I don't know if it makes sense, but yeah, that's perfect. So that's really, that's really interesting. What has been the fire sign? What, What are some things that fire sign outer planets may have caused in the last decade or so because does anything jump out yeah let me okay let's think of one let's think of one um like influencers blowing up or like okay well the thing that well the thing that i was thinking actually is if we think about pluto before 2008 was in sagittarius for 15 years so like anything that happened like like okay um the 90s uh the 90s like what what would we call that boom where Clinton was president and we just thought we were like everyone was dad and we were rich? Yeah, we just Maybe had that's my own shit. But like, do you know what I mean? Like yes. economic boom of the uh, like 1993 when we were buying the houses that low key we couldn't afford. That was when right. there was a lot. That's when Pluto was in Sagittarius. So that is when oh, we were I love really it. like taking on new beliefs and letting things, letting our power system, like we were expanding what we thought we could own and we were expand, open a thousand fairway markets. Now they've all closed, but you know, it's like, get me the pills and we're opening a ton of franchises. Like that franchise moment was a Pluto in Sagittarius era thing, which then, you know, got, got, got like chest bumped during Pluto moving through Capricorn. And now Pluto's in Aquarius being like, what do the people actually need? We need all these grocery stores. We probably just need online. Or like healthcare, like I, I so I guess right. the 20s probably we'll look into that whenever we do do a historical deep dive. I bet you the 1920s had a lot of outer planets fire in fire signs because it seems like what you're saying and we don't have to go into that. Let's skip to the next topic just so that we don't go totally off the rails. But like it sounds like having a lot of fire signs in the outer planets is a fuck around era. And then when they leave, it's a find out era. Hey, I really like the sound of that. I I'll have to put a little bit more thought of it, but absolutely. But okay, so for example, just I, I googled real quick. While when the 1920s began, Neptune was in Leo, so the planet of like dreams, the the enchanting highest octave of love and Venusian energy was in Leo. That's where we got flapper dresses and and music and parts. Josephine and Baker. Josephine Baker. Do we know any other dancers from that time? (laughs) I know she was the goat. She really was the goat. If you want to listen to, um, yeah, Francesca came on. Oh my God. I can't remember Francesca's last name, but in an old diva behavior episode, we did a Josephine Baker episode. She was seriously the goat. She invented being a celebrity. She used to just walk around Paris with a leopard on a leash. Like what? Talk about justice. Is that legal? No. And she, but she just did it. Like she moved to Paris because like the U.S. was too segregated still at that time. And in France, they were less segregated. They were still kind of fetishizing black people, but they still were like, yes, black people have a seat at the table in, in society. And like, she just moved over there and became the fucking biggest star in the world. Like, yeah, so, so cool. cool. But anyway, okay. So Trump is definitely entering a find out era. His entire life has been a fuck around era. So like, what can we do? We all know he's a gem. He is, him and Kanye are the evil twins of Gemini. Like they are, the two of them are the biggest Geminis (laughs) that we will ever see in our lifetimes. So like what in his, yes, she's screen sharing. We, we need to see what's going on with Trump's chart right now that to make him find out. I mean, is he going to yeah. find out though? This is the other thing I want to say before we even get into like- Well, that's the big question, right? I'm confused even about like the family group chat yesterday. Finally, that motherfucker's going down. Fuck Trump. Karma is a bitch, blah, 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 blah right? But my thought after the family was just brought together by this harmo- this yeah, momentous like, boom, event boomer, of indictment. Boomer Democrats. I wish we could do the chart of Boomer Democrats because- Literally. Th- this is their moment. This is the moment my mom's been watching MSNBC 24-7 for for the last yeah. 10 years. Literally. And so, but then while, while the group text was going on, and I started to say it to you before, it's like, there was a part of me that was like, wait a second, like- an indictment, and then I did have to Google it. I'm like, an indictment doesn't mean that he's convicted. An indictment right. means 
that they are bringing him to trial. Like he's he's been found suspect of criminal behavior. You might, we might want to Google that because I, I don't think that's the, I'm paraphrasing, right? But like, then I'm like, he has been getting us ready for this. I feel like Trump has been saying for the last, you know, since he was president, like, you just wait and see. They're they're making a political prisoner out of me. They're trying to go to political war with me. And they're make, what there's like a right. phrase. I mean, so here's the thing. Me. Yeah, we don't. I mean, it's not even worth listening to what he says because nothing he says is true. Nothing he says is right. in truth. It's literally all propaganda. And yes, that's true. Of I a just lot feel of like problems. in his mind, I feel like in his mind, he's like any press is good press. I, not for this because he could really go to jail. And he like... He can't really run again if this, I mean, the, okay, so let's go through it step by step. We're just going to do a literal, like, what is an indictment guide right yeah. now for everybody? Because I know everyone's too embarrassed to ask. And uh, I mean, we need to know. People need to know. I mean, you literally so, heard me just trying to sound it out. And like, clearly, I don't really know either. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because it's so normally when we see a criminal trial or criminal situation happen, we think of it as one person bringing charges against another, Terry Sanderson suing Gwyneth Paltrow. So that is one way to do it. But when when you have an indictment, this is when, a, at least in this case, a grand jury has voted to, they, they've looked at all the evidence and they're saying, yes, it is worth it for like the United States government to What's pursue- coming from the government. Um, so or here's the, the thing. Yeah, it's coming from the court system. Yeah, it's coming from the court system. So the grand jury, this is from BBC, something really helpful for everybody. If you do need to know, like literally in layman's terms about this stuff, look up on British news outlets like BBC and The Independent because they actually are writing these stories like what is an indictment? What is a grand jury? Because they don't know here. British readers really don't know, whereas U.S. journalists are going to assume that America pretending to. <laughs> yeah, we have like, well, the journalists are like steeped in it all day. But like in the U.K., the journalists are going, wait a minute, what is this? So then they're writing the stories. You know what I mean? So it's well, I feel like that's like the Terry Sanderson and all of us in the part of me that feels bad for him. It's like ego problem. It's like we're like, yo, we know what a diamond is like, yo, what if it me? It's like there's a sort of brainless run to the top that is now being uh, inverted in America. Yeah. So, okay. Who is on a grand jury members of the public, the U S courts handbook says, this is so funny. The BBC is like, we have no shame. We're literally looking at the U S courts handbook and I'm glad they are Thank because you. I'm not. Thank you. The US you guys are still mommy and daddy. Yeah. says they are drawn at random from lists of registered voters, lists of actual voters or other sources as necessary. Jury members may be called for, so this is like jury duty and it can range from six to 23 people. Um, and the federal grand jury, which I don't think this is federal because it's Manhattan, but I don't know, usually comprises 16 to 23 people. Hence the term grand because the trial or petite jury is usually smaller. I had no idea it was a petite jury in a trial. Yeah. Lol. Yeah. So so yeah, okay. So they they have reviewed all of the evidence, this grand jury, which I'm sure one of Trump's propaganda points is going to be they picked all Democrats. This is just something that he's got his people looking into right now. I bet you right. $100, I'm sure. but I'm sure they don't because it has to be a random assortment because that's the way it works. So so they they think there's a case here. And if there was no case here, they wouldn't be able to bring the indictment. And the people who have put the case together are like, prosecutors, public prosecutors, attorneys general, things like that. So this is, they've been hearing, the jury has been hearing evidence for weeks about the payment made to buy the silence of Stormy Daniels. They said porn star called Stormy Daniels. Is she a porn star? Definitely. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay. 
I didn't think she was a porn yeah. star. I just thought she was kind of a, you know. Nah, she's a porn star. So he's being accused. Stormy says she has an, had an affair with Trump in 2006, which he has always denied. In 2016, she tried to sell her account of what happened to the media. Mr. Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, paid her $130,000 to keep quiet. That kind of payment is called hush money. That's not illegal. But what has got Mr. Trump into trouble is how Mr. Cohen's reimbursement was recorded in his accounts. He is accused of falsifying his business records by saying the payment was for legal fees. As it happened just before Americans were due to vote, it may also violate laws about payments that will help an election campaign. There will now be a trial where Mr. Trump will make his case. He has denied any wrongdoing and says the charges are politically motivated. So here is, oh, the most likely outcome is a fine, but there's also a chance he could be sent to prison. Oh, we're still going to see a mugshot, I'm pretty sure, though, because they do have to arrest him for this. And I just can't wait for that to come out. But well, so wait, that's I my next understand. question. So when someone gets indicted, does that mean that they get arrested or does that mean like you're now being sued by the jury of your peers? Like, I think with these charges, since it's kind of a financial crime, if anything, you might not arrest the person. But I don't know. I really don't know. Because we keep hearing that he's going to be arrested. He's going to be arrested. But it, it keeps not happening. So. Because right. also, um, isn't the whole thing with the America innocent until proven guilty? Oh, he could surrender on Tuesday. Yeah, innocent until proven guilty. But you still get arrested if you're being charged, oh. you know. Oh, like if you're, if you're being charged in uh, by by like the government, not just by a random person suing you, if you're being charged of actual crimes, you still get arrested or you have to hand yourself in. Mm. So he it says he will. This is the New York Times. He will likely face standard processing when he is taken into custody. But the unprecedented arrest of a former commander in chief will be anything but routine. He will be fingerprinted. He will be photographed. He may even be handcuffed. Good luck fitting those handcuffs. I mean, I, I don't even think his arms can go like he's so wide how could, how are his arms gonna get together <laughs> anyway if that's he's a right- very funny thought i love thinking of him struggling to, you can't put them on me My yeah arms like go he, together. he can't even get them close enough so he he has the option to surrender i also like thinking that he has like um like like whatever the cankle version of wrists is Ew, yeah, a hundred percent. Well, his hands are so I small. I feel like he definitely has like tiny hands, but I feel like fat, congested, bad circulation wrists. Yeah, and like his his wrists are probably so cankly, and his hands are so small, he could slip out of the handcuffs. <gasps> like, wham. good thing we did this podcast. I hope that the, the people in charge are listening and actually think this through before they just go and arrest the get the motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he could surrender on Tuesday, and I wait. Guess did you say doesn't... like Luann? Yeah, Luann, she she slipped out of the handcuffs when she got arrested in Palm Palm Beach. Whoa. Oh my God, that. iconic season. You got to watch the whole arc of like- I got to get into it, yeah. It, it starts with don't be all uncool when she ha- randomly brings a guy <laughs> home in Turks and Caicos. And then it continues with her arrest. She goes to rehab. Then she- What did she get arrested for? So she was drunk in a hotel room and went into the wrong room in a hotel. Went into the wrong room with a guy she was making out with. And- then someone called security and the cops came and she started fighting the, the cops. Wait, how did she get into the room? I don't know how she got in. Okay, we'll, come, been... we'll do another deep dive on this too, because this all is not making sense to me. It's an incredible, but... incredible arc. Actually, it wow. starts with her. Was it all married. on camera? Yeah, it's all. Well, not the fight, but her going into the cop car and she's like, I'm going to kill you. And she's wasted. Oh, shit. And friend of the pod, Carol Radziwill has the best quip ever when they all like reconvene to talk about the arrest she goes i think we all know the real crime was that dress okay carol (laughs) we know that you have listened perhaps you're still listening if so join the patreon and also let us know if you want to join us to come talk about those memories carol is i love her she was the best housewife she was so good that's what i love about she's awesome yeah i love Real housewives of new york is them in atlanta just have the wit about them like the the funny reads and shade like they can actually eviscerate you with words and the other franchises they just they just stoop to yelling and screaming like salt lake because they can't think of it it's it's lame. Well, i but, feel like and, atlanta and new york are like the grittiest cities that a housewife could find themselves in right like you can't well it's not i don't know if it's gritty it's just i don't know why they just got more a little bit more of a brain in their head because also like a lot of these street smarts Maybe, yeah. Because if you look at like OC, Beverly Hills, it's like you really- They're like in bubbles. 
you have to be hot to make it there. That's it. So like the, the the fights are not that interesting, especially when they get rid of Rinna, like fools. Hunky Dory Kathy wins above all. I know crazy, but anyway, so he, after he's going to be arraigned, he's going to be released probably on his own recognizance because the indictment will likely contain only nonviolent felony charges. That's what I'm saying. Since it's like financial in nature, they really can't be like, we need to hold him in jail. Cause it's like, well, he's not going to, you know, um, he's already using the charges as a campaign strategy to energize his base. I don't give a fuck what he's doing. Uh, if he refuses to surrender, Ron DeSantis of Florida, who they usually are at each other's throats, has already said that this state will not ex- assist in an extradition request. So that's interesting. If he's hiding out in Mar-a-Lago, DeSantis is actually going to have his back. So that's crazy. Oh, my God. Imagine if he hides in Mar-a-Lago and DeSantis just, like, sends out armored tanks. I mean, it's Florida. I wouldn't be I mean, shocked. That actually is the most on-brand thing that I could imagine. On brand for Trump, DeSantis, Florida. For Florida, for all of it, right. That is exactly what's going to happen. Like for these two men who are bizarro world versions of each other who hate each other so much to unite against New York City is absolutely poetic. I mean, Iconic. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, uh, can he still run for president? Yes, there's nothing in, this is BBC again, there's nothing in the US Constitution to prevent him from continuing his election campaign now that he's being charged. Even if he was imprisoned, he could still theoretically run for president and win an election. Uh, I mean, I guess that's good. You know, a lot of people, we're, we're the most incarcerated country, developed country in the world, maybe country in the world. So I think it's nice not to completely write off someone just because they've been accused of a crime, even though Trump is completely e- evil. Uh, I don't know. Well, I just think like to me, the whole thing about this, that's such a bummer, though, is that like of all the crimes that Trump has undoubtedly, but I guess unprovably committed, including grabbing him by the pussy. This to me seems like the one where, if anything, like Democrats have probably paid porn stars off too. like like I don't understand why this is the this is the thing that we're going to get him on. They tried to impeach him twice. Like why this? The reason why this is um, a good one to get him on. So I'd like to tweet about this today. I don't know who this person is. His name is Good Tweets Alex. He says he's a lot of people are saying he's getting Al Capone because Al Capone similarly obviously committed a lot of like heinous, violent crimes, even more so than Trump, really. Um, mm-hmm. But they couldn't get him on that. They got him on tax fraud. And the reason for needing like these financial crimes to kind of get someone is because they leave a paper trail. So it's easier to prove mm-hmm. than grab them by the pussy because that's he said, she said, there's no paper trail. There's no evidence like as much as we all believe it. And it's the most believable thing in the world. And this person also pointed out people always forget that the reason they got Al Capone on tax fraud is because of crimes. He wasn't just randomly bad at taxes. His taxes were fraudulent mm-hmm. because his money came from crimes. So like, right. yeah, Trump is like, yes, this is kind of a boring sort of white collar-esque thing for him to get done on. Well, but... and it seemed like common. I yeah. would be hard pressed to think that he's the only politician that paid a stripper before he was about to run for president to shut the fuck up. Like that. Right. So here's like what Clinton probably paid. How, who did Clinton pay? I don't even, you know, like I, I, I don't even want to know. Yeah. I think the thing that's really weird about this story and so stupid on his part is why record that outgoing cash at all i think most democrats would be smart enough to just give her a suitcase of money and never talk about it again like why record that you have outgoing funds of one hundred and thirty thousand dollars? like and what did how did they what did they record it as again i don't even remember i just read it 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 was like slut slut fund or something it was something really yeah what was it and also why one hundred and thirty thousand? he and he he used the trump organization to reimburse the money that so he wouldn't even use his own damn money to do this like he used, oh i think that's why he's in trouble though i think that's part of why he's in trouble right because it's kind of embezzlement don't in a way as, as well yeah, yeah it's yeah. like sort of laundering i mean how brazenly egotistical and narcissistic do you have to be to say like I fucked a porn star and i am not paying her off out of my pocket i'm using other people's money i mean it's truly well, i'm fuck using around. other people's money and and we're just going to log it like we can never get in trouble. It's so insane. I mean, he he did this. Th- so this is the other thing about Trump. I hate when people say he's a billionaire. I hate when people say he's rich. I don't believe he's rich. He eats steak well done. And he needed to embezzle money to pay off 
130 grand Eats steak well done Whoa. i'm sorry like this is not if he was rich maybe it's just he would take a chance is- on a little rare meat Right. And like, I'm sorry, well done. Philistine behavior. You cannot do that. You can't be ordering <laughs> steak. Well done. Don't do it. You heard it here first, but like he, to, to, to not pay the 130 grand out of his own pocket, that should be barely anything to him based on how he talks and how he, rich he would like us to believe he is. We all know rich people are secretly cheap, but like, this He's is not just, barely even secret anymore. It's barely even secret. Yeah. This is just so brazen to use that money and log it as a as like an election expense or whatever it was that he Wait, logged. Did it you as. find what they called it? Wait, what did they log it as? That's so funny. I can't find like the line item. I wish I could. Yeah. Maybe it will come out. I don't know. But but yeah, so okay. What does his chart tell us about this moment? So many interesting things. Let's just go back to the basics real quick. Although this looks is this right? Yes, it is. Okay. So oh, also let me say that um the person who said women's march finally worked, LMAO about Gwyneth Paltrow being innocent and Donald Trump being indicted is Carrie Whitmer, also friend of the pod. So oh, she did an, ep- she did an episode of, she, she's a entertainment writer and she did an episode of Christmas news with me and Casey, where we talked about, I think it was the Dolly Parton Christmas movie. So she's a friend of the pod. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So I want to give credit where credit's due. Absolute. Absolute. So let's just take a look at Donald Trump's natal chart and the green on the outside here is the sky yesterday because yesterday is actually when he was indicted now that we know what that means you're in trouble trump okay so a couple of interesting things here also just so people know just to make it crystal crystal clear he does have to stand trial in order to like there's going to be a trial yeah do we have any dates for that that'd be interesting to look at too no i know let's do this old bags chart donald trump born june 14th 1946 christ yeah, he's an old ass dude. He's 73. Um, he doesn't look a day over 90. And <laughs> <laughs> where to begin with this? I'm trying to stay as brunch as possible, but there's so much to unpack. So let's just go over the facts real quick. He's born on a full moon eclipse. He is an eclipse baby. We are now entering into eclipse season kind of fun north node conjunct his sun in gemini his moon is conjunct his south node in sagittarius so he really is a faded being fated 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 what oh fated fated no that no he's actually brighter and bolder orange than ever yeah he is very you gotta give him that he's pretty vibrant (laughs) he actually does for septuagenarian who eats mcdonald's every day he's actually doing okay so that's interesting but i mean also it's very gemini sag like energy 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 that is gemini sag he also has a leo rising which means that you know, he loves to show up for the show. His life is a performance. My mother's also a Leo rising. And it's like every room she walks into, she like spins. And I'll be like, Myra, like, did you spin? And she'll be like, oh, did I? Like <laughs> drama. He is, this is a dramatic chart, right? And for the last eight months, Mars has been in a basically like holding pattern stuck in Gemini for eight months, which is extremely long. And Mars is like war fighting. Yep. And if you ever want to, like, when you're looking at timing in charts, kind of think of Mars as like the trick, right? That was my improv gun. It was bad. But like Mars is the trigger the you know, and that, and, and then it creates movement or action. So it's interesting to me that over the past eight months, Mars has been moving backwards and forwards through Gemini. It's in his 10th house career public image and his 11th house social standing groups, the internet, but we didn't hear much about what was actually happening until Mars moved earlier this week out of Gemini into Cancer. Mm. On this week that Mars moved into Cancer, Mars is now connected with his Mercury, his voice. Trump's Mercury being in Cancer is interesting because it sort of explains why instead of saying things like directly and being uh, like believable, he sort of, you know, how does a crab move side to side? So yeah, Mercury speaks. is all about communication and kind of the way you think even. Right. So now Mars has moved into Cancer, triggering not only his voice, but he also has his Saturn and Venus in Cancer. The moon yesterday, while this indictment came out, was sitting, the moon, the emotional nature of the, of the moment, was sitting directly on top of his Saturn. What is Saturn? The law, the rules, 
is the 3D. It's what actually creates or breaks down things in real time. So when the moon is sitting on his Saturn, delivering us the consequences of his actions, the, the moon was on his Saturn and his Venus. So there's attention brought to what he's done, not only with a woman and what he's done to, you know, either hide the woman or shut up the woman or whatever. But this is all about his sex life, his money. What is Venus sex life and money? And then Saturn, the consequences of your actions. So all of this is happening while the moon is on his Saturn and his Venus. Mars is on his Mercury. So it's basically like, you know, it reminds me of like the moments, like, you know, when you're about to get a pimple, but like it hasn't like you can't pop it yet like it hasn't emerged yet yeah, it's lurking but there's sort of like the so the last eight months there's just been a pimple lurking under the skin of this man and now the minute that mars moves into cancer and triggers his voice and the in the 11th house his public standing and mars is now going to move through cancer the moon is sitting with Mars that day on his Saturn and his Venus. Yeah, he's actually, we're actually feeling and he's feeling the weight of the possible consequences of his behavior, especially when it comes to what is Venus, women and money. Kind of interesting. Now, the other fascinating thing is that yesterday specifically, I love that justice was like, I love that Gwyneth got off. I love, so there was an exact conjunction between Venus in the sky and Uranus. Uranus is like major changes, like a woman won in trial. Wow, everything's changing, right? We're like, literally, finally, the Me Too movement has some legs, right? So Venus, the goddess being in the sky with Uranus, changing how things go in the area of Taurus, stability, safety, money. That was sort of what was on deck yesterday in like an extremely heightened way. It is sitting on his legacy in Taurus, uh, which in his dream world would be money. He'd be he'd be known for having money. He'd be known for being wealthy and having you know nice sheets or whatever, Mar-a-Lago. But actually, I think this is a part of his long-term story where it's like, okay, so Venus with Uranus in the sky and Taurus. Okay, the world is a little bit safer for women on both counts, even though these are two sort of random or unexpected. The Gwyneth trial. trial the Gwyneth trial and even the fact that Stormy Daniels is the the smoking gun the the payment to Stormy is the thing that he can get got on it's it is kind of random you know like it's not random obviously nothing's random there are no coincidences but like it's sort of of all the things that he's done for this to be the thing well yeah we have Venus sitting with Uranus really changing the way that we view stability for women security for women women's power there's huge changes look in your own life as well it's almost like this cumulative buildup of what we've been learning over the past 18 months with the eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio so it's basically we've really been taking back feminine power and really redefining safety stability security and and being drawn towards North Node and Taurus making those moves that actually leave us in a more safe secure position moving forward now the nodes in the middle of this year are going to switch into Aries and Libra the North Node will be in Aries. So when we go to walk into this leadership zone that we're all going to be asked, wherever the Aries is in your chart, we're going to be looking in that direction. We're going to come in with a little bit of a backpack of security with us, you know, instead of just like blind leading the blind, we're actually reaffirming what our values are, not only as individuals, but as a society. Where is Aries in his chart? Aries in Trump's chart starts in the eighth house. Uh, you know, other people, other people's money, uh, shady transactions, sex, transformation. And then the sky right now is in a major Aries moment today. The sun is conjunct Chiron, meaning the sun is illuminating the wound and the healers with Jupiter, the expander, with Mercury, the voice. And all of that is happening in his ninth house. What does the ninth house represent? Justice and higher lessons being learned and the court system. So this is all very, very fated, fated, fated. So what sign is his Chiron in? So his personal Chiron is in Libra. 
That's amazing. That is amazing. Oh my God. He did it. And he's, he's going down. Chiron is your ancient wound. It's the wound that you are dealing with throughout your whole life. Mine is in Gemini. Stars are in Gemini. That's why we're like, why does anyone listen to the fucking podcast? We're the best talkers. <laughs> why are we misunderstood? <laughs> exactly. So his is in Libra. Either becomes your superpower because you do the healing work needed from the past life, or you just go down for the same thing that you didn't learn a lesson about before. Which is exactly what's going to happen. Libra is like we said, justice law being pretty which obviously he's failed at as well so he's no. gonna i mean this to me the fact that his chiron is in libra says to me one he did it and two he's going down for it yep wow so that's chiron now let's talk about jupiter for a second right now jupiter is in aries conjunct chiron that's why it's the only it's the only outer planet in fire right now and it's about to leave the sun chiron and Jupiter are all together right now in Aries. Jupiter is the magnifying glass. It's the expander. It is abundance. It can be good or bad. It's just, it makes everything bigger, right? Some might say it's lucky. Others might say it's unlucky as proportional to like whatever is expanding, right? So we have Trump's Chiron in his natal chart conjunct his Jupiter. So not only is he a Gemini, but then this is in his Gemini house. So he has the ability to be Chiron and Libra. He's not a Democrat or a Republican. He just gets to flip and flop. He's a little bit of both. He is known in his community for what he would say is his beauty. I don't think everybody would agree. He has beautiful <laughs> wives. He has. So on some level, his personality, the stories that he's telling do even though he's coming from a wounded place, get amplified, right? Why? Yeah, I don't think he has billions or even millions of dollars. I think he has a real estate empire. And I think he's otherwise a working guy and he steals money from whoever he can and doesn't pay his staff. I know that for a fact. So like, yeah. So, you know, on the plus side, we see him being very popular in his community and leading the masses and winning the president, you know, lol. But- Well, but not by the popular vote, not by the popular vote. Right. But he's able Which to kind of magnify the story that he's popular, even though it's not yes. technically true. Yep. And yep. magnify yep. the story and that, that he's affiliated with beauty through he dates when he's yes. one of the ugliest motherfuckers yes. on the planet. Literally. And hands so small, man. the cuffs are going to fall off. A, he's a con carnival man. huckster grifter. Con definition man. grifter. Right. Definition grifter. I mean, even like, yeah, we don't have to get into it, but like I... um will say that the quality of even the stuff in his, like, especially in early days, like when he was renovating all those apartments, he was putting like linoleum on the floor and calling it marble. Like he, he's right. just a liar. Like this dude lies. Right. So, okay. Chiron in the third house lying, Jupiter expanding on those lies in Libra for the sake of beauty and justice and harmony. But this guy is him even like, like rebranding fake news is this Chiron Jupiter in the third house. Like he's basically taking something that was said and, and, and for the sake well, of his version it. of he justice, made he made no, it up. No, 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 Some, no, no, it was used on, I believe it was used on MSNBC and it meant something totally different. And he was like, yeah, fake news, you're fake news. And then he, oh. I, I believe he rebranded the whole thing. What it should mean is propaganda, but right. what he meant. Which is actually as, what he's doing. Yeah. He's using the term, I mean, whatever news he doesn't want presented right. about himself. Right. Oh my God. It was first started in 1890s. Oh, well, I mean, it's supposed to mean disinformation, propaganda, obviously. And then where do we get Trump? Oh, Donald Trump's misuse of the term. Here it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is from Wikipedia. The term fake news has that time. What, how that makes me feel so dumb to be literally reading Wikipedia on air, but whatever. Thank you all for your contributions to Wikipedia yeah, and you. join the Patreon. The term fake news has at times been used to cast doubt upon credible news and former U.S. Pre President Donald Trump has been credited with popularizing and misusing the term to refer to any negative press coverage of himself he dislikes regardless of veracity. He claimed the mainstream media regularly reports fake news or hoax news, despite the fact that he generated considerable false and inaccurate or misleading statements himself. So it doesn't say how, but I think you're right now, like saying, sorry for doubting you when he said, no, you're fake news. It makes sense that they were saying it first, because I do remember him saying that. So now the other side of the Chiron, the wound with the Jupiter in the third house in Libra is yet. Yeah, 
not only does he start to get found out about how much money he actually has and justice is coming after him. And actually he's not telling the truth and he's rebranding fake news, but now he's also has enough hubris to send hush money. Like, like Chiron in Libra, it's like- And to write down the hush, again, to quote Dorinda Medley, say it, forget it, write it, regret it. Don't yes, write down the dude. hush money. Don't write down the hush money. What's really fucking wild is that today, when this all went down, when Trump was officially indicted, according to the media, Chiron is exactly to the degree opposite his Chiron, and <gasps> Jupiter is to the degree opposite his Jupiter. This is literally the forces in the sky. Whatever fire we have left in the sky is coming for Trump. To magnify his faults and flaws. Yep, it's almost like the polar opposite energy in the House of Justice drawing attention to the actual truth, the the fire, the the bright light of the Aries actual truth. And yeah, it's exposing his his wound and his lies and his hubris. That's amazing. Pretty wild. So just out of curiosity, I pulled up the chart of October of 2016 is when he actually paid her. Ooh. And not only was the sun and Mercury and Jupiter, the expander in Libra, so the sun was shining a light on who he was talking to and how much he was paying them, right? Actually setting up, like the eight years has marked, like basically he, he, this was set up at the exact time where now we're seeing the opposite other side. Like I said, inverse, this is literally the inverse moment. Jupiter was in Libra, now Jupiter's in Aries and the sun was in Libra, now the sun is in Aries. So I think it's really interesting that this all happened in October, or the payment happened in October of 2016, right before he ran. And at that time, Saturn, we we're talking about the the boundaries, the rule maker, the 3D structures, was in Sagittarius, sitting on top of his moon and his south node. So he was being set up for this karmic story since he ran for office. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I also just told you about that huge activation that we had with Venus in Taurus right now at the time of this hush money. Wouldn't you know, Venus, exactly opposite, is in Scorpio. So it's like, keep it quiet between us. Much pay. No, inverse. Wow, 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 wow. That is huge. That's huge information that he should have known. If he had a psychic at that time. Yeah. Wait, this is actually, look, I, I just said also why it's so phenomenal because Mars is now in Cancer. At this time, Mars was in Capricorn. It, it's literally the inverse chart of this moment. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, do you see what I'm saying? I don't mean to be too like esoteric here, but like it's, it literally is almost exactly opposite in every way. It is exactly fuck around and find out. Yeah, he's finding out. We're all going to find out. I hope I don't find out anything bad. I mean, I'm going to look at what I was doing in 2016 and be like, you know what? I was just getting underpaid. I mean, I started the moon yule. That's cool. It was my Saturn return. Wow. And that's when I, I had that horrible performance in front of Shia LaBeouf and, and Robert Pattinson. And I didn't land the plane and I've never recovered. So <laughs> it just haunts me. I just like. You've never recovered from that? Robert should have been an easy one for me. You think he has a sense of humor? I don't know. You think Robert Pattinson and Shia LaBeouf know how to laugh? Sarah. If I had landed the plane and they had laughed for the first time, I would have at the very least had a nice conversation with them. Okay. Instead, I ran out with the tail between my legs and I, and they didn't even know I was on the show. I tried to make eye contact after they acted like I wasn't even there and say, I fucking sucked. I'll never Sad. I really hate that when you're on a show and you make eye contact and someone doesn't say anything to you. It's it's like they might as well just shoot you in the face. I that's why like after I do a show, I just try to not look at anyone because if I can't handle the rejection of making eye contact with someone and not having them be like, oh my god, you're so cool and famous. Like I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I might as well just have a garbage bag over my head. Like kill me. <laughs> okay. Well, listen. Neither of them is an arbiter of comedy. In fact, they're the opposite. True. They are some of the least funny people. So like, I really think you should journal about how they, yeah. What, what is their opinion? Who cares? In fact, possible Shia, knowing the energy he's giving off now in retrospect, maybe he was actually like, literally like cursing me. Yeah. Like maybe he's the one that came into the cockpit and fucked up the landing of the plane energetically. Yeah. So that's perfect and amazing. And I think it's a great place to end on for now. This story is going to be ongoing. I'm not going to follow it too doggedly because I start to go insane when I follow Trump stuff too doggedly. Right. Like, I mean, truly, truly, it just makes your brain melt. So, but but yeah, this is great. I think this was such a good deep dive. Sarah, thank you for telling us everything. I hope you all enjoy it. And yeah. um, let us know by joining the Patreon and putting it in the comments. 
Sports or getting a little forum discussion going, if you want us to actually break down the ages over time, it, it, I have all the information. I just would have to synthesize it for us. But like, it's fascinating to me. And I would love yeah. to. Also, like just disclaimer in the beginning, everything we were saying about men, women, gender was literally uh, we're 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 our own shit and it's our own shit. So don't get mad. We are talking it all out. This is a place to first draft. We are we're here to have transcendental evolutionary conversations. We're not here to be NPR or the fact checkers. We're here to actually just talk about it. And if you want to talk about it with us, we highly, highly welcome that. Patreon.com slash space trash podcast is the place to do it. That's the place. Also, to do if it. you sign up to join the Patreon, you get an ever changing constant discount. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, but it's a very minimum 25% off any reading with me. But I actually was just going to do an eclipse season special and make it 50% off for the patrons because we all have to talk about this eclipse season coming up because it's about to rock our worlds and Trump's as well. So yeah, just sign up for the Patreon, use the secret patron only coupon code and get some reading. Yeah, we'll definitely do a eclipse season deep dive on the patreon so if you want those survival tools you're gonna need to uh cough up five bucks a month which i think is a really reasonable (laughs) rate you could also do 10 or 20 if you want good karma and a hat if we ever send them so that's cool also the last thing i'll say is if you want you still have time grab a copy of the paris hilton book or you can just listen to parts one and two but we are going to return monday with the finale parts three and four of the paris hilton book club and honestly much to discuss i can't wait to break it down with you but yeah you guys it's worth a read i actually got a lot out of it it's great and i mean i can't wait to talk about the final part my favorite new concept that arose simultaneously from reading this book and from a a post on the cut is benign narcissism i'm obsessed with this idea yes, now must and discuss we'll, yeah we'll talk about it on monday probably oh and the last thing i want to say is did you see brooke shields has a new doc coming out pretty baby we gotta watch that it comes out on the third yeah that's gonna be insane i can't fucking like, wait can't fucking that wait. is like one celebrity you know i always complain about celebrities complaining that is one celebrity who has every fucking right in the world to complain about every single thing that happened to her when she was famous because holy shit i didn't even really know the half until i saw the commercial for it and then i started looking it up and i'm like whoa this is what space trash gold is made of so yeah we gotta watch that and discuss it next week too can't wait can't wait okay cool set your dvrs people we'll see you next week and otherwise keep texting your family about the wonderful news that trump has been indicted let it bring you together yes light up those group chats when your mom sends you a meme from facebook Facebook, you applaud her because they've been waiting for this for eight years. I said 10 before, but it literally is eight years, which is insane. You did it, Democrat boomers. And it's just crazy that he's been part of political life for eight years. I mean, Jesus Christ. It really, it actually is crazy. Yep. Everybody, if you want to help justice be served, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash space podcast and leave a five-star review. Yeah. Leave a review and subscribe to the podcast if you're not. Yeah. Okay. Justice will be served. Bye. Okay. Bye. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 